0: You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, I am the king of the technocracy. No, I'm not, folks. I'm just a host of the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to Payne.TV slash gold. The king of the technocracy, ladies and gentlemen, imagine being anointed to that position. Eventually it will be run by an AI humanoid cyborg. All right, this goes on to say ignore the courts. All right. The rule of law in America is based on shared beliefs and behaviors among many actors throughout the system, but it has no magical power. The courts have no mechanism to actually force a president to abide by their wishes should he defy their rulings. Okay, Andrew Jackson was in favor of this yet with certain notable exceptions they have had an extraordinary track record of getting presidents to stay in line defying the supreme court means ending the rule of law in the us and as has long been understood okay and that would be you know the goal of destroying the courts that's why with jury nullification I have some questions uh, for Legal Man on this, and I brought up to you in the segment that I discussed this. If we're going to move to an AI-driven court system. And let's say you don't have to go to court. Basically, you would do court on your phone or in the metaverse, okay? And you would be punished by having CBDC tokens taken out of your government uh, crypto wallet, right? And I said to you, if that's the system they're going to eventually move to, oh, yes. And Peter Thiel has advocated for AI courts. I told you he has the uh, company now Do Not Pay that he's behind, uh, which is the beginning of AI Lawyers. And so, if you have these AI courts, I was saying, have they figured out this bridge period? At what point do they announce that the courts are irrelevant? Do processes go on? The current legal system is out the window. Is there enough time to organize around jury nullification? Could we throw a wrench in the gears of this current system, this fourth industrial revolution era here that we're in? this bridge from the third industrial era to the fourth industrial era. You know, so it's interesting because it seems to be, they're already wargaming this idea of how they're going to collapse the court system and basically wipe it out. Ladies and gentlemen, now they have the left who would gladly get on board with that because of, let's say all the cases of cops who shot black kids getting off the hook or on the right, they would say, uh, you know, the courts are corrupt over X, Y, and Z. And so you can build this, this um, hatred, this disdain for government very easily. I'm not saying the government doesn't deserve this. But I'm saying you have a system of a constitutional republic that has been corrupted. And the answer that the Peter Thiel crowd is throwing out there is to overthrow it, reboot it, and reset it. With a technocracy ruled by a king. All right. Again, just always remember we're not talking about restoring the constitutional republic here. Uh and trust me, I've thought about this over the years. Whether or not you use Alinsky tactics, if the uh ends justify the means, and if you're willing to play dirty or be corrupt. What happens if you end up winning? Are you then restoring morality and ethics and civility to the system? Or have you been so corrupted that now you become part of a new corrupt regime? I've thought about this. I actually presented to several Republican conservative groups years ago after I studied Alinsky. And I said, listen, this had to do with campaign tactics. And I said, I'm willing to come in and get my hands dirty. Uh, you don't have to, you know. So I, I've thought about this stuff over the years, folks. Uh, but now what they're talking about is literally ending the whole concept of a constitutional republic of a liberal democracy and installing uh, a dictator run by eventually an AI-driven technocracy. It goes on to say, Yarvin has suggested just that, that a new president should simply say he has concluded Marbury versus Madison. The early ruling in which the Supreme Court greatly expanded its own powers was wrongly decided. He's also said the new president should declare a state of emergency and say he would view Supreme Court rulings as merely advisory. See, that's where that state of emergency stuff comes into play. It goes on to say, would politicians back this? J.D. Vance in the podcast mentioned above said part of his advice for Trump in his second term would involve firing vast swaths of federal employees. Quote, and when the courts stop you, stand before the country like Andrew Jackson did and say, the chief justice has made his ruling. Now let him enforce it. End quote. See, there you go. Andrew Jackson. Again, trust me. I actually would be on board with all this if the solution was not the technocratic king. The next section, co-op Congress. One reason past presidents may have been reluctant to defy the Supreme Court is that there is one body that can keep them in check, Congress, which can impeach and actually remove a president from office and ban him from running again, right? As we saw, you know, Trump go through twice, right? Now, congressional majorities have been gradually getting more deferential to their party's presidents, yet the threat of impeachment removal hung over much of Trump's decision making and likely prevented him from going further in several key moments. For instance, he didn't fire special counsel Robert Mueller, and he backed down and left office after January 6, while Mitch McConnell's allies were leaking that the GOP Senate leader might support impeachment in an apparent threat to Trump. Congress also frequently cut Trump out of policymaking, ignoring his veto threats. All right. So again, this is why I'm saying possibly the Trump presidency was a test for this stuff. And I think we need to look a little bit behind uh, Dick Cheney, Uh, even though, you know, Liz Cheney and Donald Trump, you know, there's this back and forth. But let's look a little bit behind Dick Cheney at some point and see if there were any connections into Trump because basically Trump was testing a theory by Dick Cheney years earlier that they did under George W. Bush, which is that the executive can have basically unlimited powers. It goes on to say, Yarvin's idea here is that Trump, or insert future would-be autocrat here, should create an app, the Trump app. And get his supporters to sign up for it. I I believe they had those, folks. Trump should then handpick candidates for every congressional and Senate seat whose sole purpose would be to fully support him and his agenda and use the app to get his voters to vote for them in primaries. Again, this is counting on the fact that elections are not rigged, right? Trump has been picking primary favorites and had some success in open seat contests, but this would be a far more large scale strategic and systematic effort, All right? So basically you would download the Trump app and it would say, you're going to vote for Dustin here. You're going to vote for Maria here. You're going to vote for Mike here. You're going to vote for Jim here. You're going to vote for VM here. You're going to vote for legal man here. And then basically you're just going to go out and do it because the Trump app tells you to do it and then hope that the elections are not actually rigged. It goes on to say, the goal would be to create a personalistic majority that nullifies the impeachment and removal threat, and that gives the president the numbers to pass whatever legislation he wants. If you can win majorities in this way, then congratulations, you've turned the U.S. into a parliamentary dictatorship, end quote, Yarvin told Chow. Effectively, the U.S.'s Madisonian separation of powers will have been made moot. Quote, I think it could be done by um, anyone with a few billion dollars to spare, end quote. He continued, quote, this is what pisses me off, that I don't know anyone would like billions of dollars who could do this, end quote. He then paused, which you can read into as you wish, quote, oh, you know, such is life, end quote. Well, he does know Peter Thiel, and Peter Thiel is friends with Elon Musk. And Elon Musk would like nothing more than a king dictatorship, a uh, king dictator technocracy, right? So Peter Thiel has the money. Uh, Elon Musk has the money. And if Donald Trump is going to be part of this, even though Thiel and Trump are supposedly on the outs right now, uh, maybe because Trump was supposed to do this and he didn't, who knows? Uh, they know Donald Trump was supposedly has all this money. And along with Trump... And along with Deal and along with Musk come all the other billionaires. So, yes, they could actually do this if they wanted to, folks. It goes on to say, centralized police and government powers. Moving forward in the state of emergency, Yarvin told Anton the new government should then take, quote, direct control over all law enforcement authorities, end quote. Federalize the National Guard and effectively create a national police force that absorbs local bodies. This amounts to establishing a centralized police state to back the power grab as autocrats typically do. Okay, yes, this type of stuff happens in uh, Peru quite often actually had a friend of mine whose father was the head of the national police in Peru and was involved there in a coup. And then they actually had to get him out of the country and move him to the United States before he was killed. But uh, never mind that one, folks. But no, so now effectively you have the right, the new right under Yarvin, who uh, has Thiel's ear talking about federalizing the police uh, and the National Guard taking over all the local police and then concentrating them under the federal government. Exactly what we would say we don't want if you're for local government fighting back against the state and federal governments and saying that we want our sovereignty back as localities. This would be the complete opposite. This is concentrating all power under the federal government and even removing the illusion of representative government and the illusion of due process. That's what they are advocating for, folks. Just erasing Congress, erasing the courts, and now erasing localities' ability to even defend themselves, even though the police have been corrupt and they're tarnished. But that is all part of this game. You can understand now why. They have uh, demasculated the emasculated uh, the police, and they have uh, have uh, basically let the criminals run free, and the people now mad at the police because it all falls under. A plan like this, it says, whether this is all plausible in the United States anytime soon, well, you'll have to ask the National Guard and police officers, quote, you have to be willing to say, okay, when we have this regime change, we have a period of temporary uncertainty, which has to be resolved in extremely peaceful ways, end quote, he says. Yarvin also wants his new monarch's absolute power to be truly absolute, which can't really happen. So as long as there are so many independently elected government power centers in especially blue states and cities, so they'll have to be abolished in almost all cases, that would be surely, that would surely be a towering logistical challenge and create a great deal of resistance to put it mildly, right? So you see what he's saying there? Uh, They want to now abolish all of the state governments and local governments. So what he is advocating for, this man who spent the 2016 election with Peter Thiel, who has taken money from Peter Thiel, who has the ear of Peter Thiel, is to now abolish all the local and state governments, the police forces, the Congress, and the courts, folks. This is what the new right is advocating for this is total and complete uh, fascism folks concentrated under a dictator who will then be in control of the technocratic government that runs the country for him do you see how this works folks this is what we are dealing with ladies and gentlemen i'll be right back because i'm going to deal with this short break i am dustin gold with the dustin gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at Pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.TV. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. With the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. Folks, this is pretty crazy, right? Should this be called the new right or should this be called the new left, ladies and gentlemen? I'm serious, folks. This is what they're up to. This is what they are up to. And folks, we're going to start to examine some of this stuff also uh, from the left because technocracy spans... Uh, right and left there's a lot of people on board with this from uh, what you would call the right or the left frankly i think the right and left paradigm is dissolving (laughs) and apparently this is the uh, new government that these people have gotten on board with it goes on here a next step is shut down elite media and academic institutions now recall that according to yarvin's theories true power is held by the cathedral they have to go too. the new monarch dictator should order them dissolved. Quote, you can't continue to have a Harvard or New York times past the start of April. End quote. He told Anton after that, he says people should be allowed to form new associations and institutions if they want, but the existing cathedral power bases must be torn down and we'll eventually get into his theory on the uh, cathedral. Now, again, Look, if if this was the plan to tear down this corrupt system and to start back from ground zero in the form of a new constitutional republic, I don't know. I think you can get some people on board with this. Uh would I be willing to take the risk? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I might get on board with cheering on something like this because I know that someone can't win, get into office and then dismantle the government and everything else uh, without doing something so extreme as this. Uh, but it would be a coup to restore us to the Constitutional Republic. And people would have to decide if they um, want to get on board or you want to continue down the road of corruption. But when you throw the big piece of this into it is that it ends up with, a technocracy ruling over us no i mean i i will not i will not i would rather deal with a completely corrupt constitutional republic than a technocracy okay technocracy is game over folks because it comes hand in hand with transhumanism and that is the engineering of humanity out of existence that is a war on humanity and i will never ever 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 get on board with something like that But at least these people have a plan. Therefore, what would our plan be? Think about that. It goes on to say, turn out your people. Finally, throughout this process, Yarvin wants to be able to get the new ruler's supporters to take to the streets. Quote, you don't really need an armed force. You need the maximum capacity to summon democratic power that you can find. End quote. Although he wants to end democracy, he wants democratic power to help this person rise uh to power goes on to say he pointed to the quote trump app quote idea again which he said could collect 80 million cell numbers and notify people to tell them where to go and protest peacefully for instance they could go to an agency that's defying the new leader's instructions to tell them quote support the lawful orders or this new lawful authority end quote now This is not a a new concept, this Trump app. It's almost like a walker app. I haven't been involved with grassroots on the ground politics in years, but back then we would get uh, walking lists. Uh, from the state Republican Party. And so this is similar. They have walking apps. There's all sorts of companies that make these. And so the person who is directing the campaign, organizing the grassroots door knockers, can send out instructions, you know, included with maps and GPS, and you can mark off what houses you went to. So basically what he's talking about is having an app that now directs pockets of supporters almost like mini January 6th type of events to be dispatched to uh, various locations. And when he says the Trump app could collect 80 million cell numbers, they already have this, folks. Uh, the Trump you know, technology uh, you know, that came out of the uh, 2016 and 2020 elections, the technologists, they've already collected this. There's been a lot of people involved with this type of stuff. I believe even Peter Thiel might have been involved with some of it as well. Uh, I'd I'd have to check in with that, so I'm just guessing. It says, he points to the post-Soviet revolutions in Eastern Europe as a model, saying the enormous mass of people, quote, shouldn't be menacing in this January 6th sense. It should have this joyous sense that they're that you're actually winning and winning forever and the world is being completely remade, end quote. And he says that though many police officers follow orders during their day jobs, many of them also support Trump. So perhaps they could signal that by putting on, uh, quote, a special armband, end quote. Right. So now you're going to have police walking around with a special dictator armband. hmm Yeah. That won't be strange. Does he want us to walk around with COVID passports too? Maybe you can have a special dictator passport, special papers that you walk around with to prove you're on board with the King Technocrat. Goes on to say, quote, if the institutions deny the president the constitutional position he has legally won in the election, the voters will have to act directly, end quote. Yarvin wrote, quote, Trump will call his people into the streets, not at the end of his term, when he is most powerless, at the start when he is most powerful no one wants to see this nuclear option happen preparing for it and demonstrating the capacity to execute it will prevent it from having to happen end quote now i don't know what he's talking about as far as a term i mean if you're declaring yourself the monarch the dictator the king the ceo uh and you're getting rid of congress the courts local law enforcement, state governments, local governments, and concentrating all power under the king, where does the term come from? Where do the elections now come from, folks? See, again, a lot of this doesn't make sense, but they are setting the stage. They are setting the stage for the takeover of you're going to believe in this one man, this King, but in reality, what he's doing is he's going to bring in the technocracy. That is what this King is doing. That is his job folks. They are going to bring the King in. It says sowing seeds of doubt and democracy. Yarvin and I spoke for nearly two and a half hours. Recently, he prepped his comments with hundreds of historical references And as he often does with left uh, interlocutors, he focused on areas where he appeared to believe he could find common ground. He was at pains to reassure me that he didn't believe the U.S. regime was going to fall anytime soon, saying that this was a, quote, generational, not a media, end quote, process. Quote, part of my project now is to say let's make this a little less of an abstraction. Let's imagine what it might look like in a way that it doesn't scare anyone, end quote, he said. Okay, similar to what we're talking about there with jury nullification. He wants to start to bring these theories into practice. It says, quote, it is dangerous. Any kind of serious political change is dangerous, and where we are is also dangerous, end quote, he said. He named specifically the possibility of nuclear war in Ukraine, which does seem quite dangerous, though it cannot be laid solely at the feet of democracy. And while saying he was not exactly a fan of Franklin Delano Roosevelt, he sang the praises of New Deal Washington as a time when the U.S. government could actually achieve impressive things, bemoaning that no longer that it no longer can. Well, it shut down the entire country uh, under COVID land, the high school theater production. So maybe he missed that, folks, because that was an enormous thing. That was as close to dictatorial power as, as we have seen, ladies and gentlemen. So he advocates for the use of state emergency, the state emergency powers. And I'm telling you, I think that might have been a test for a system like this, ladies and gentlemen, the rise of the technocracy. And now you're looking at someone that Maria Albanese said to me was the Yuval Noah Harari of the Dark Enlightenment. And now we know one of the king philosophers of the new right, someone who is quite influential and has the ear of Peter Thiel and other major technocratic transhumanists. Ladies and gentlemen, when we return tomorrow, I will finish this piece and share a little bit more information on what I dug up on Peter Thiel outside of what we've already done and then get back into a couple of articles on transhumanism before we start to bring on several guests to talk about solutions to these problems that we face. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dust to Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard. On Pain.TV. Join the discussion at Pain.TV Slash Gold.